Hello, everyone. We want to take this opportunity to say thank you. As you go at the Golden Boot, so do our needs, but we cannot do it without you. We ask that you continue to like our posts, share our content, and subscribe to our YouTube, Facebook, and other social media platforms. You may also visit thegoldenboot.com for the latest merch. If you would like to make a financial donation, you can do so through Cash App at Money Sign Golden Boot or through PayPal at paypal.me slash golden boot. We look forward to bringing you more laughs, knowledge, and entertainment. And again, thank you for your endless support. Sincerely and respectfully, the Golden Boot team. The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Hey, welcome back to another episode of HBCU Hour. It's your boy Pooh Bell. Got my man Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. What's happening? Man, ain't nothing going on. Watching a little basketball. Uh, it's storming. Bad. Real bad here. Yeah, we got that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's coming down. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I was thinking... It's raining cats and dogs. Where did that come from? That's so random, bro. Um, I don't yeah, know. About storms. It's, it's yeah, I don't know. That's random. a good question. It's, it's, you know, I have no idea. I don't know. That's just like, you know, because most stuff has a something why, you know. Is it? I'm going to Google it. Google is free. It sure is. Yeah. Uh, why are you doing that? I just want to... Uh, Come out and uh, tell everybody, Happy Black History Month. It's not just our history; it's everybody's history. So it's our story. Didn't start in sixteen nineteen, and it won't end with Obama. Also, we are still trying to give away money, and y'all won't take it. Uh, we already told you we know what the deal is. Uh, y'all got y'all W twos, and y'all acting funny. So. All right, so apparently the phrase came from England in the 17th century where when the streets were filthy and it would rain so hard and heavy that there would be dead animals floating down the street. So it would be raining cats and dogs. That's very, that's very sad. Yeah, I don't know if I want to say that no more. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of not only sad, but it's kind of disgusting. You know what I mean? England was a very nasty place back in the day. The plague, bubonic yeah. plague. The, I mean, the whole chamber pot thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, black, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, black history month. Uh, go back to this. Uh, Miss Brianna Daniels. Uh, she was <clears> our <throat> Black History sports figure of the day. Uh, she is the first woman in the NASCAR Cup Series pit crew. Uh, she went from changing ties to changing history. Basically, she was a uh, student athlete at Norfolk State. Uh, she was a point guard on the basketball team. Uh, she was recruited in a program uh, that the NASCAR, no, I was going to say NASCAR, NASCAR was putting on. She was one out of 10 uh, throughout the entire country selected. And in 27, this was in 2016. She was selected in 2017. She was trained by a, uh, Another female pit crew member um, who taught her pretty much everything she knows, and she ended up being the first black woman in NASCAR Cup Series history. Uh, shout out to Norfolk State. Uh, check us out tomorrow. We got some more for you. Uh, now, while we're on the NASCAR, though, hold on, my bad, bro. While we're on NASCAR, shout out to uh, 
former Bethune Cookman football players, Jaron Davis and Larry Brim Jr., who will be in the pit crew this weekend at Daytona for their respective teams. Uh, I know one of them doing the truck series. I think the other one doing the uh, I forgot what it, what who sponsors it, but the Saturday race. Uh, so they'll both be in the pit crew, you know, holding it down for their respective teams. You know, representing Bethune Cookman. So salute to them guys while we on the NASCAR front. Man, that's what's up, man. That's that's good news, man. I, I want to go back to um, I'm check out the uh, young man we did the story about earlier. Yes, sir. Who uh. A sophomore, he's a junior now, should be a junior now. A junior yeah. in college and a professional race car driver. And and and, and a damn good one at that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm talking about listen, my, my first junior year, I ain't do that well. I wasn't I wasn't able to, I couldn't imagine myself. No comment. By the time I hit my fourth <laughs> junior year, I still wasn't no, <laughs> no comment. I plead the fifth. Hey, <laughs> all right. Uh like my fifth junior year, I played the <laughs> All right. Bring him back. Our guy. Our guy. Coming back to the HBCU Hour. Our good man. Our tour guide at, at, at Media Day. <laughs> 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 uh, Mr. Jamie Walker, welcome back to HBCU Hour. How you been? I'm good, man. Much appreciated, man. And look, I don't know how we ran into each other that day. We were both it lost, was so man. Funny. We, it was so and it's funny because every time we it was like we were walking and me and me and Ant were looking at each other. I don't know which way to go. I don't know where we're going. You know, I guess we're going this way. way. Yeah, it was hey, the blind yeah, leading the blind, man. We, we made it. <laughs> we made it. Yeah, we, we, we made, all it. made uh, it. We made it. Well, not a damn sign in sight till you got <laughs> by it, but Till you turned the corner and all the tables was right. Exactly. No, that's what I'm supposed to be. I guess uh, we were going the right way. Yeah. But uh, Jamie, want to say thank you for coming back. I think this might be the first time we the uh in 2023. It is. Man, it welcome. Is, man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year as well, man. I, I, I'm I'm glad to be back, man. Glad to see 2023, man. You know how it is. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Uh, Good to be here with you, my boy. Absolutely. I do want to say, do want to say to everybody, as we always say, truly appreciate y'all for tuning in and watching. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, like, share, uh, let everybody know. Um, this old vet, let all, all your battle buddies know. Miss Lucy, let all your boyfriends know. Because I know you be <laughs> after them. Uh, Zay. Let all your battle buddies know, too. Yes, sir. Well, no, nah, I don't know. We don't need them crazy ones on here. They, no, and we do. They can come on. They They subscribe. I'll, matter of fact, Zay, not just let your I battle buddies uh, subscribe and tell them let all their personalities subscribe too. We oh yeah, we might. Hey, we'll hit a thousand real quick. Yeah, and so. the more the merrier, man. Chuck, <laughs> tuning in. Chuck, tomorrow. Chuck like on every show. Chuck, oh, yeah, man. Chuck, like he the czar. He is. He the czar, man. Yes, he is. Yeah, hey, as they say, we had more eligibility. Oh, that's cold. That's cold. Hey, I, I'm just saying, I might be true though, but I mean, <laughs> it's cold. Yeah, now, I'm gonna chop it up with y'all one day. I know, I know y'all bring me in for the HBCU, but look, man, we just got to chop it up about about ball in general. I talk anything, but man, yeah. hey, what, 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 let's do what it. Let's what your tiger's tig tig gonna do this year, man. Yeah, that's gonna be a good. That's a that, that's a good conversation. That's a good conversation. Um, we ain't got enough time. Right we ain't got enough time. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> ain't got no. <laughs> but 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 um, it's funny. I I didn't think I'd be doing this uh, a couple months ago, but swag baseball <laughs> starts this weekend. The SWAC put out their preseason predictions. Uh, they had uh, out of the West, they had Southern. Out of the <clears> East, <throat> they had Alabama State predicted to win the divisions. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's who ended up playing each other in the, in the tourney championship yeah. last year with uh, mm -hmm. Alabama State coming out on top. Um, in a classic series, too. Yeah, yeah. Classic, Go back and classic. watch it. It was outstanding. Outstanding, yes. man. I'm looking forward to it. I'll say so, that much. So, do you do you agree with those projections? 
Um, I'll tell you what. I think Jackson State has something to say in the East as well, man. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about uh, Coach Omar Johnson earlier, and I, I think the way he's able to recruit and, and them being a perennial power um, as well, they, they've had their mm-hmm. share of, of baseball success. So I think they'll have something to say um, in the East. Uh, as far as the West is concerned, Southern, you you know, they're going to continue to do what they do, man. You, you're talking about uh, a ball club um, traditionally that's been, you know, just right there. And I think they'll want some of that get back um, this year. So I think, you know, nothing wrong with the prediction so far, but I think there'll be a few teams that'll have something to say um, going forward. I think as the profile of the conference has kind of come up, I think even the baseball who's, who's you know, Swag Baseball, um, don't forget about those newcomers um, that's been there the last couple of years hanging around in FAMU and Bethune. They play good mm-hmm. baseball. Um, if you want to, you know, me knowing them from the MEAC and their time there, they play really good baseball, and it was just a matter of time of them uh, being able to compete in the East as well. So I think they'll, they'll hang around, but I think the prediction so far – yeah, I, I think it's logical to put them, um, put those two teams in those right spaces. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think I think you mentioned teams having something to say about it. You already I, know what I'm finna say. I'll, you know what? I, I was gonna I was gonna mention because uh, I'm looking forward to their pitching. Mm. Grambling mm-hmm. pitching has been phenomenal. Yes, sir. Coach Pierre got you know. He, Last year was his first year, so he kind of, you know, I think he kind of knows more what to expect now, how to manage, you know, his arms a little bit better, how to, you know, manage everything a little bit better now. So I think now we'll start to kind of see his his fingerprints on the program a little more going into his second year, third year, so we can kind of see what, you know, what going forward, what, what he is as a coach instead of what Coach Cooper had that kind of, you know, lingering. But I, I think Graham is going to have something to say about it. You know. They absolutely will, man. And, and you're talking about just the right game plan in general. I think when you're talking about swag baseball, um, there's a lot of approaches. When you looked at them last year, top to bottom, you you kind of saw them try to do – you know, you saw certain teams try to do it with their arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that can, you know, that can definitely uh, put you in the right spot. When it came to tournament time, man, you saw that long ball start to happen and them being mm-hmm. able to actually put men on base. So I think – um, teams during the regular season, absolutely. If they can pitch, you, you're definitely in it because you also saw a lot of arms, Alabama State being one of those teams that relies on those arms as well, and they play small ball. So I think it's just a matter of time, man. If Gramlin can get on the right track as far as implementing that system where they can get pitchers to actually just get the ball across the plate and put the ball in play, I think they'll always be in ball games. Yeah. Yep. You talked about uh, Jackson State. Coach, uh, Coach Omar, Omar Johnson, not Omar. We we, we were kind of <laughs> laughing about that. Um, you don't find that suspicious, but now, nah, uh, <laughs> Coach Omar Johnson uh, was on Doctor Doctor Gavir last night uh, inside uh, the sports lab, and he was talking about like recruiting, and he he recruits everywhere, yeah, international. Yep. So I you can see um, how he's able to pick up those guys. Um, uh, and get Jackson State in a position to where they can compete. And yeah, I don't think it won't. I don't think it'd be long <laughs> before they back where they need to be. Well, well, you know well, where they, they want to be. be. Where they used to be. Yeah. Uh, we all we know that it's funny because we know a lot about the traditions of uh, football traditions of like Grambling, um, Jackson State, um, uh, Southern, and stuff like that. We don't talk about the baseball quite as much. Uh, when we had uh, Daryl on early, like our what second episode, third episode, and, and he was talking about Grambling, how the Yankees used to come down to Grambling and, and play against the you know, you know the baseball team, and it just talked about that and that relationship with uh, George Steinbrenner. A lot of people just don't know that history, and I, I wish I wish we could get back to that. So you know more more black student um, athletes will, will be back participating in baseball. Absolutely, man. I, I, I think when you have those kind of traditions, um, especially in a month like this, I'm glad you bring it to the forefront and talking about this, that history. Because I think when you're, when you're referring to Major League Baseball in general uh, and talking about the lack of uh, a black participation in baseball, it, it's declining for a few reasons and everybody has their theories. But I also think 
scouting and actually having those types of relationships where you had major owners of, of ball clubs come down um, where they wouldn't traditionally go to actually scout players. Um, I also think, um, you know, you have some programs, um, and, and I don't know if you heard of a minority baseball prospects um, here in the Georgia area is one of those organizations that um, gives exposure to black baseball players, especially I also have a, a sister group, minority softball prospects. And they do showcases around, in particular, the Southeast, but all over the United States, um, trying to just infuse black folks back into the game. And as much as I love football, baseball is that traditional first love as well, man. Because you got to, you know, historically, we play baseball. We love the game. And so um, the SWAC offers that unique perspective. They're playing in a couple of different um tournaments and outings uh i think one is going on in houston i think right now you know yeah. soon right now yeah. you know so yeah, tomorrow yeah. starting tomorrow tomorrow yeah mm-hmm. starting tomorrow yeah yeah so you know that's huge so i think there's a, a an initiative um you know major league baseball could do more but you, you know this is a good start to reinfuse that relationship and get more black baseball players back in it. it's not to say that you know because you may have um Black Latin American. baseball players that look yeah. like yeah. <laughs> that look like us, but we're talking about American born, American born black baseball yeah. players. So to, to get back into the game. So I think it's a good thing. Yeah. I agree with you, brother. Completely. Uh, you talked about that, that, that rich history. Um I was looking at um doing because like this for the month, you know, we've been doing sports figures and stuff. Um Hank Aaron. Uh, Satchel Page, um, Josh Gibson, Josh Gibson. I, I well, I, I, Satchel Page and Hank, because growing up in Mobile, we heard oh, about yeah. them and stuff, but not necessarily. And it was, but then they, when they met, came out with the the minor league team, uh, the Mobile Bay Bears, they created a whole stadium dedicated to Hank Aaron. So Hank Aaron Stadium and stuff. Um, it was huge. It was a huge deal back then, um, but. The, the love for baseball declined over. So I was in, I was what, fifth grade when that happened. Um, mm. And the love for baseball declined, and the stadium is, I think the stadium's still there. The team is gone. Wow. So, so well, yeah. Hank Aaron, the mobile man, is, is hand in glove. Um, as much as people try to attach him really to both Milwaukee and Atlanta, mm-hmm. mobile is where, where he, you know, cut his teeth. Right. And so when you're talking about just where he he came up in, in, in that Negro League era up to, um, you know, finally getting his break in, in, into the major leagues, man, you got to talk about just the, the Southern influence on Hank Aaron in general. Um, and, and, and that entire area uh, is huge and rich for baseball. So, yeah, you, you can't talk Hank Aaron without talking Alabama, yeah. without talking Mobile in general. All right. Um. We mentioned it, the Cactus Jack Classic this weekend uh, is in Houston. Uh, it's going to feature Grambling State, Jackson State, Mississippi Valley State, Prairie View A&M, Southern, and Texas Southern. So uh, we, I know we've talked about it a few times, but that's going to be um, – and, Jamie, you kind of mentioned it. You know, the MLB should do more. Um, this is one thing that they're trying to do. Uh, Cincinnati Reds. Uh, reached out to Wilberforce to help them restart their program after 80 years. Um, so the, I think there's a, a, an attempt. Uh, even the Yankees had the uh, student from Grambling uh, intern with them yeah. over the uh, over the summer. So it's, I, I think they're trying to do it. I don't think they're necessarily moving their feet to a fast, you know, <laughs> you know, very fast to do it. But right. it looks like they're baseball, baseball got a lot of other problems. Yeah, like if we want to be honest, like they. All these rule changes that they're making going into this season and stuff along that nature. <clears throat> they got they got a lot of other things that I think that they kind of got at the forefront right now. But the fact that they're still making an effort, you know what I'm saying, with all these changes that they're making is is to me a positive. But I do agree they could do more. I just don't know how pressing they are on it considering the the overhaul they're doing of you know to their sport right now. Yeah, it's wild, man. Um baseball has and you're right so many factors when it comes to their decline um it's an older person sport unfortunately if you look at the fan base um it's a dying fan base and not to be 
you know, coy or, yeah. con- or condescending um, it's true. To, the, to the age gap, but it is. Their, their average fan base is in their 50s where everybody else's is, you know, in their 20s and 30s. So the need to grow a younger fan base um, is imperative to keep the game alive. Uh, and so when you're looking at, you know, ways to do it, yeah, these initiatives to be able to go to parks um, and, and, you know, there have been, you know, players that have um, reignited certain certain things in players to actually get the younger youth to come back out yeah. and play. Uh, but it's an expensive sport, depending on what, you know, cities mm-hmm. you go in. Um, I know here in the Atlanta metro area, listen, you're talking fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars to play in certain parks, man. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the, that's free. just the registration. That ain't including the five hundred dollar bet. You know what I mean? And, and then don't let them make all stars or travel ball, and then you're looking at another five grand on top of that. So they mm-hmm. they they've effectively priced certain people out the sport. They absolutely have. So yeah, man. When it when it comes to you know pricing folks out of the sport you can't grow anything like that whereas you have these other sports coming in like soccer lacrosse um coming in that you know initially is is cheaper um as you go up you know it gets pricey but you know you can start them off from the outset and it kind of takes people away from baseball so i'm just glad major league baseball is at least you know taking a step in the right direction yeah i'm with you on that i'm with you on that I, i think they could do a better job of marketing you know what I mean? Also, like when you have a Mookie Betts, who's an American-born superstar, you know what I mean? You could do a better job of marketing players along their lines. Completely Absolutely. agree. Um, I, it's funny, and, and I, I, I didn't, I didn't think we'll be on baseball this long. Uh, <laughs> I know what what helped me kind of fall for baseball. Uh, it was uh, during the my first game was the Sammy Sosa, um, Mark McGuire. Oh, in St. Louis, you, yeah, when they were they were steroids, so you want them to bring steroids back? I guess. Yeah, yeah, bring them back, man. Juice them up, <laughs> juice them up. The big, all the big heads, but now nah, they juicing, uh, they juicing the baseball now, bro. They ain't got to juice the players. Gotcha. Um, that's another conversation for another day that's about <laughs> how they change the seams and stuff, and how that's yeah. affecting a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, that that's. Be looking because you talked about the problems they have. That's going to be a class action lawsuit coming from um like sports betters. Um, because the changing of the seams that uh determines like the flight of the ball as far as like for home runs and strikeouts and stuff. That's but that's the conversation for another yeah, day. I don't know if you can if you're gonna you win can that because the, I'm gonna tell you why because baseball was doing it um as far as um they were testing in game and swapping the balls and not letting people know. That's where it comes. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. you gonna you're gonna be able to prove it. Yeah, they they, they have literally come out and said they like which it. games are you gonna like? You but, see what it, I'm a, like but that's where your class action come into it. True, but um, but anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, but yeah, that that's kind of when I feel you know like the steroid era, they, you know the the chase for the the seventy. Um, also, uh, I, I learned how to keep a scorecard. Mm. Very valuable. Yeah, very valuable. So, um, anyway, we can move on. Uh. Miss Body in here, she say, "What? Yeah, ah. It's expensive, bro. It's expensive. Yeah. Um, basketball, uh, swag and Miak. I tell you what, if you thought the swag football race to who's going to be <laughs> in the uh, in the championship was wild, baseball. I mean, basketball came out and said, hold my bill. Yep, yep. It has been crazy. Uh, you've got." Southern tried to stay in it, and then uh, Miss Body's uh, Texas Southern squad came in and 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 knocked Southern out on Monday. Uh, you had uh, Mississippi Valley <laughs> beating Alabama State. You had um, Alcorn squeaking by FAMU. Uh, Grambling still is trying to fight to stay in, in you know in their spot. They beat out Prairie View, and then Jackson State is starting to get hot. At the right time, and they jumped all over Bethune. Jack State done worked their way up to the fourth spot. Yeah, they have, man. I think Mo Williams mm-hmm. has done a phenomenal job um, in, in getting them right, and he is just starting to kind of put his stamp um, mm-hmm. on that squad, man. I mean, you know, first year. 
You know, right. folks didn't didn't believe in the hire initially uh, because of his time at Alabama State. But, you know, kudos to him, man. He knows that area. He knows the pedigree. And once he can start recruiting, watch out. You know, watch out for that squad. But, man, hey, get props to Alcorn, man. Get props mm-hmm. to yes. Alcorn. All yes. they're doing is what they do as a school. They put their head down, and they just go, go do the mm-hmm. job, man. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, not much fanfare, but – you know, just going in and doing what they need to do and eking out these wins. So hey, hey, you, hey, you gotta be careful. You start talking about Alcorn. He put that triple B on like better business bureau. I forgot big bad braids in the in, yeah. in the building. Hey, what's up, all all my Bruh. people who came in with G man? I appreciate y'all coming back. But yeah, Alcorn has G and G told us last week um how you know they formula, you know, saying how they play. Alcorn has been very impressive. Yeah, and the and the and the schedule favors them down, you know, for the rest of the conference schedule. They should be, as long as they, you know, don't slip up, they should be going into the conference tournament with the number one seed regular season uh mm-hmm. regular season champs. So it's just kind back of back. yeah, at this point it's kind of figuring out who's gonna finish for second, third, and fourth, and the rest of the how the rest of the conference is gonna shake out, unless Alcorn slips up. But as of now, the way they're playing right now, Alcorn should be. The regular season champs. The, now the, the schedule is looking kind of good for them. What's going to be interesting to see is, uh, and I have to go back to um, to it. But what's going to be interesting to see is who wins that spot to stay in fifth. Uh, I mean, not in fifth place, but stay in yeah, that uh, fourth place to get that or whatever. Stay, yeah, to, uh, not just that, to stay out of the four, uh, the four eliminated. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. So. Hey, I might I might have spoke a little too soon on the Alcorn schedule because they got yeah Jack they got State Jackson coming State coming up yeah, yeah this they weekend got so we, we, up. we we're about to see we're about to see if they if they bout it um for real as they you know go to Jackson so hey I think they can hang on man like I said they've been playing good ball man and and they're battle tested yeah. so far um the predictions have been way upside down because nobody expected this Texas Southern squad to be as low as they are mm-hmm. I mean you know perennial winner man and you know they 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 know how to hoop um yeah, in Texas yeah. Southern, but yeah, Johnny Jones struggling Johnny Jones. this year over there. Man, yeah. we and it's funny because when we we did our preseason predictions, we picked Texas Southern to win it. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean that pedigree speaks for itself. Honestly, you know, recently, you know, Texas Southern has has been the class of the swag in basketball, but and <laughs> it ain't looking good this year for them. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they, they could possibly make a run in the tournament, but it ain't right. looking good for them. All right. Sure. I do want I want to know when we're going to get to a point where uh, these teams, as good as they are, when when will they start seeing – and we saw it, non-conference, they can compete. Yeah. Uh, when are we going to start seeing some some swack and me at schools get these at-large bids? Ooh. Never. Um, Never. I would I, ant. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean uh, and, it, and there's no disrespect to to the swag or the me, bro. But never. Yeah, I, I can mean, see a scenario where the women's where the women's. Um, yeah, all right, if Jackson State don't squad. win, if the Jackson State don't win the, the, their conference tournament, they'll get it at large. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, honestly, bro, you'd have to you'd have to have a team go. Like I'm a, I'm gonna make a comparison, you know, comparable. Like you had to have a team like FAU right now in Conference USA, who's lost like three games all year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You'd have to have a team like that lose out in their conference tournament to get a conference bid. And honestly, you'd have to have multiple Power Five wins, probably. You know what I mean? And, and coming from a swag or MEAC, you'd have to have multiple Power Five and wins, and you'd have well, to have basically, one, well, yeah, 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 quad yeah. one, yeah, yeah. And you'd have to have multiple, you know, you'd have to win your conference t- regular season probably, and and lose in the conference championship tournament game. You know what I mean? Like it, it'll take a lot to be able to get one. And I don't ever see it happen. I wish though. I wish whenever they expand the tournament, that's what. That's what yeah, but I we wish that they would the- take the regular season champ and the conference tournament champ. You know, if it's two different teams, and that way you can give both. The, but it ain't happening, bro. Yeah, and uh, shout out Renard and those guys, Renard, Dave, Tuck, and, and Ben. So, but uh, over at Down South Football Podcast, y'all give them a check too. Um, definitely will bring you some some football knowledge and not just fandom. 
but it's a he they say it's not disrespect when you got a conference USA that's been a one bid league. It's hard. Yep. I mean, we there was a Louisiana Tech squad that lost five games one year, won the regular season, lost in the tournament, didn't make it at the large beach. So, you know what I mean? It's 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 almost impossible whenever you want these smaller leagues. Yeah, it um, is. Yeah, uh, let's look at the MEAC side real quick. <clears throat> uh, this past Monday, South Carolina State uh, beat Morgan State. Uh, you had Howard, who was continuing to roll. Uh, beat down uh, Maryland Eastern Shore, who's on the wrong side of it and mm, starting to and decline. they starting to slide a little bit. Yeah, my pick, Norfolk State, beat uh, Delaware State by a bunch of points. I'm talking about a bunch of points. They probably had what as long as I as long as me and Ant was in school, that's how many points. They beat them by uh North Carolina Central. Also, uh they starting to get hot. Josh was telling us mm-hmm. about them too. They starting to get hot, mm-hmm. but they beat Coppin State uh pretty big um on Monday as well. Yep. And I know we yep. never we never really talk about the women's side of of uh of basketball. Um I, I do want to say, I do want to say, it's not, it's not sexist or anything like that. I honestly don't know a lot about the women's side, and I, I, I don't, I don't want to sound too. I mean, in the, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but in the swag, it's really a one team race. It is. It is. It, it can be. I think Alabama State has has a little bit to say. You are very optimistic. Yeah, but you they optimistic. got beat last year to sleep, and so you optimistic. I, I, yeah. I just think, I think the talent gap. Between Jackson State and it ain't and it ain't necessarily, I shouldn't say talent. It's the it's the depth of talent. Got, yeah. The gap in between them, you know what I mean? Like she can go so deep in her bench compared to everybody else, and I don't think any other team can really compete with that. And and, and you got to give her a prize, Coach Tamika Reed. Oh yeah, man. She 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 can flat out coach, but she can also recruit, and yeah. she goes nationally. Keep some buy in these players, yes. And I think no one else. Not to say for lack of trying, but no one else has been able to accomplish what mm-hmm. she's been able to in the SWAC and actually go get marquee players. Look at the height on that squad. Look at the depth, like you said before. Yeah. Look, this is why she's competing with these with these um these power five schools and these, you know, group of five schools, because you know, they're a true mid-major, you know, as a squad. They are a true mm-hmm. mid-major. So yeah. They'll be able to beat some teams if they get the right seating. What I hope doesn't happen is that they slap them in a in a doggone, you know, sixteen seed or fifteen seed. Put them in thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, I think you know, they're gonna and, be like and, thirteen and, and, and let them and, play. And and just like our good man Tori Williams come in and say, he said anybody can be beat. So <clears throat> I want to tell you a story, Jamie. Last year, I was flying back from Arizona, and Jackson State was playing, and I got an update, you know, you know, close game. I was like, let's go, Jack State. It is no secret. We're we're, we're LSU fans. It's, it's no secret. I was cheering. I was like, let's go, Jack State. Then I was like, who are they playing? Then I said, oh, <laughs> shoot. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. And if I, I'll say this, I, you know what I'm saying? I, if, if Jackson State had to pull that off, I would have not been mad. And no, I don't I'm think hoping, anybody would have been. I'm hoping they can find a way. Oh, it was some people gonna be mad. Um, <laughs> it was some people. It was some people was mad about that. Um, but I'm hoping they can land in a bracket, like you said. Um, if they can go in the tournament and make it to a Sweet Sixteen somewhere, which I think is very, very possible. Depend on the draw. It always depend on the draw. So, yeah. But I, and I, think, I said, oh, go, oh, ahead, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just gonna say we talk about Jack State being dominant in conference. On the MEAC side, there's actually undefeated women's team in conference play. So Morgan I mean State. it's Morgan yeah, State, State, yeah. So it's yeah. <laughs> always say it won't happen. Oh man, hey, but man you just dream. said but, but you just said anyone could be beat. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? And Jack State could possibly beat them, you know. Anybody yeah. could, I, but I just I don't see nobody beating Jack State and the women. And the way the way Morgan State women been playing, I don't know. It looked like it's gonna be them, yeah. but I think there will be some teams that have something to say about it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Chuck being messy. He said, it is something y'all had Josh Sims on Monday repping North Carolina <laughs> Central. Tonight, y'all had Jamie Walker on representing uh, A&T. Uh, yeah, Chuck. But, uh, and, and speaking of women basketball, you know, we got to bring in, your, you know, them, yeah. them, them ladies from A&T who have a pretty, a pretty good squad as well. Absolutely, man. I mean, we're leading the conference for the longest time. Uh, and, and the CAA had been doing well, man. Um, you know, went on a two-game slide uh, last weekend in particular. But, man, you know, in second place right now, Drexel, I think, is is leading the conference. William and Mary right there. So, they're, you know, within the top three, I think they're two right now. But, uh, yeah, they've been playing absolutely uh, phenomenal ball, man. You know, give Coach Terrell Robinson, you know, his, his kudos, man. But um, the men have been kind of the middle of the pack. Um mm-hmm. And it's, but the CAA plays plays really good basketball, man. So you know, honestly, it's a surprise that that they're doing well or as well uh, in the CAA. It, it's not what the CAA used to be um, back in the day when they had you know George Mason and those squads that yeah, you know yeah. were in the tournament. But it's still a, a a really good league. So you know, surprise so far. We'll see if they can build on that on that momentum because you know the the. You know, men's squad has an interim coach um, right now, and um, and and so, you know, we'll see if he's able to maintain the job. But you know, we we'll see going forward. I'm proud of the Aggies so far. Right. Yeah. They. Um, Ant is doing well. Hampton. Hey, well. They can come back home. <laughs> yeah, they, they they definitely. I I've said it before. Hampton, I, I I don't know exactly what their goals are. I don't know what they are, um, or what they were. I'm not saying, that, and they could be, possibly be on the well on their way to be doing what they want to do. From outside points looking in, just doors of the church home. is open. Come 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 to the front. Come prodigal uh, son, just come back home. Return. So, yeah. if they want to, man, it's one of those things that. It's kind of like our fan base, man. Half of half of us want, you know, half of us doesn't care what what conference um, it's in. They just support the team. The other half, or, or should I divide it into thirds? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, you know, you got a, a a contingency that that wants to be back in the MEAC, but doesn't quite know if if it's a good fit anymore. Um, and then you have some that, um, you know. At the end of the day, um, just doesn't trust what the CAA does or will be or being successful or, you know, having the type of winning um, that they're accustomed to and, you know, you know, just still questions it. But what I'll tell you is this, uh, and this is kind of based on on what football is going through and what, um, you know, facilities wise and the money they're about to put into it. Um, they're serious about the CAA run. Everything. Yeah. That's around that campus is about to look different. And, you know, they're putting 80 to 100 million dollars to getting that athletic budget to where the rest of the CAA schools are. So interesting. They're putting dollars to it. That's I mean, I, I can't knock them for that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so good luck to them, brother. Yeah. I mean, I, I I I think that's that's the first big step to being, you know, able to be the top dog and you know you first you got to be on the level playing field resource wise mm-hmm. you know what i mean then after that then let your coaches and you know the the staff that you hired then that's when you you know you count on them to to be the difference maker so i i think i think that's a necessity in a sense what you know what ant is doing as far as the, the amount of money they're pouring in if you want to give your coaches a fair chance to compete absolutely man um I, I, I've been privy to kind of look at some documents, man, as far as they, you know, as far as what the school wants to do, man. Academically, it's 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 on par with the rest of the schools um, in the CAA. Um, mm-hmm. But what I will also say, also say is their their athletic budget wasn't. And so yeah. the chancellor made a commitment to get the dollars behind um, what the athletic department needs to be successful in the CAA. Um, there's some, you know, some other things about, you know, if not successful in five years, hey, they may go back to the MEAC. We'll see. I don't know. Some people say no chance. Some people say, some people say, 
Um, you know, it's a possibility. Some people say, who knows? The basketball may stay. The football may go back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's very yeah. possible because their football teams need it. So it's no telling, That's man. That's a good point. You know, it, it, it's no telling what may happen because what I will say, and I was kind of privy to be on the CAA call, um, the Zoom meeting where they had their, um, you know, their conference meeting on the new media rights deal. And what I can tell you is this. The CAA is aimed towards basketball success. It skews that way anyway. So I think um, it's a little bit easier to to have your basketball conference set up in that way. Um, football, you know, that's really left up to the schools, even down to, you know, where they're broadcasted. So mm. is it a possibility of going one and the other? Hey, it's possible. But only time will tell whether or not, um, you know, ultimately A&T will be successful in the CAA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh what's good, DK? DK dropping in the building. Um this weekend's matchups. Uh let's go through the B Act first. Howard at eight and one versus one and eight Coppin State. Um Yeah, I'm gonna go with Howard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got Howard uh Howard there. You got Maryland Eastern Shore and South Carolina State. Um Maryland Eastern Shore is at home. Can they bounce back? Struggling right now, man, because yeah, yeah, you have a team that can, you know, that can stop people from scoring, but whether or not they can score is the, is, is the issue. So, you know, they're playing at home, playing in Prince's hands. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I'll go with – I'll go with um, – South Carolina State's up and coming. Uh, they've been yeah. playing good ball since the coaching change, but hadn't really got over the hump yet. I'm going to go with um, Eastern Shore. You got, you got a team that's lost two straight versus a team that's won two straight. Uh, give me the team at home. Give me Eastern Shore. Yeah. Um, you got Central going to Delaware State. Central five and four. Delaware State three and six. And of course, the, these are just these are just conference yeah, conference, set. conference yeah. records. So I like yeah, the I way Central, Central been playing. Yeah. 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 Um, Morgan State at Norfolk State. This should be a great game. Honestly, I think it is. Um. Give me Norfolk State. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Norfolk State is is is, you know, they were predicted to win the conference, um, just because of their performance last year and, and them playing phenomenal basketball. But, you know, kind of been up and down. But playing at home, I, I get them not. Yeah, I, I've actually that's who I actually picked for the uh to to win the regular season was Norfolk State. No, did no, not no regular season. I picked them pick win the tournament. Yeah, you picked them to win. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, on the swag side, Southern versus Grambling at the at, in Utah, Salt Lake City. They'll yeah. be playing um uh, at three o'clock on Saturday. It'll be interesting, man, because that rivalry is just what it is, man. I mean, when you talk about those two teams, I don't care if it's you know football or tiddlywinks, you know, so so they're gonna go at each other and they got a big stage to do it, so mm-hmm. um. Southern has hit a slide right now, but I look for them to bounce back. Uh, you know, Coach Sean Woods, man, you know, had them playing really well. Um, but I think, you know, a- after, you know, being defeated the other day, I think they'll bounce back. I think they'll get the win over Graham. Not happening, my boy. <laughs> Not happening, my boy. <laughs> them G-men ain't having that, man. They, them G-men, they, they, they trying to revenge the loss for early in the year, so they're going to get them back. Mm. Uh, let's see. Team that's hot. Team that's trying to find that hotness again. I might have to go with Grambler on this one. I might have to go with Grambler on this one. Uh, but I do want to say, Ant, cover years because I know I know how you feel. But shout out to to Chris Paul for helping push this the the uh, HBCU Classic, um, and trying to get this also the uh, Legacy Classic as well. He he's he's been instrumental in pushing those both of those uh or all three of those games so you know hey, while we on the, while we on the Grambling thing i just want to say rest in peace to Grambling legend or uh, michael lyons he coached the Grambling lab for 40 years in basketball won like 11 state championships wow. one of the greatest basketball coaches in louisiana basketball state history coach paul Millsap, jerry honeycutt you know some of some legends and i had the privilege to play against some of his teams so Rest in peace, coach. You know, you're going to be truly missed. But, yeah, 
just wanted to get to give him his flowers. You know, he deserved that, man. But while we were on Grammy basketball, legend. Yeah. Um, hold on, hold on. I gotta interrupt something though. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So what? What? What's Ant's beef with with Chris Paul, man? What, what's up? He he was a former Hornet, <laughs> and he's no longer a Hornet. <laughs> and the way he left, I ain't like. It's only a few former Pelicans slash Hornets that I'm still cool with. Like, you, okay. But I mean, it's it's he ain't on he he used to be number one on the hate list. He he probably like number three now, number four now. He kind of moving down the list. Yeah. Okay. Anthony Davis not on that list. Anthony, uh, Anthony Davis is the list. <laughs> <laughs> he not on that list. Anthony Davis is the list. He is the list. Still waiting on that. We still waiting on that. Thank you, uh, AD. By the way. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, man. All right. Our, uh, Alcorn, Jackson State, we talked about that one uh, as far as uh, this weekend. In Jackson. Triple Listen. Listen, they put the, you know, uh, saw a video this week. Uh, Coach Mo Williams putting out the, the clarion call to all folks to Descend upon Jackson this weekend for that game. They know how big it is. Um, so so I'm looking for Jackson to play um, exceptionally well. They'll be hyped. They'll be hyped for that game. But um, I'm going to give it to Alcorn, man. I'm going to give it to Alcorn. They've been playing Which, great ball, man. I mean, yeah. like, and when you're, when you're able to win those close games, uh, I don't care what the environment is. So I'm, I'm going to keep it with the Braves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just got a text from G say if you pick anybody else, it's all <laughs> uh I'm going all coin. <laughs> well, nah, man, all coin, man. I, I, I do think I think they uh I think they I don't think they're gonna be stopped until tournament time, honestly. So yeah, but we'll Possibly. see. Yeah, I don't know, but if, if if they slip up, this the game they slip up. Mm. All right. Next game. Uh, Valley, Texas Southern. And mm. take at, in Houston. This is in Houston. Texas Southern. Texas Southern by nah, I ain't gonna say by 40. But um, no, nah, you can't do that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Texas Southern should get the win, man. They're, they're, this should be fine. Oh man, not 40, maybe 35. Not 40. <laughs> All right, UAP. No, I think, I think, I think, my bad, Pooh. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go, no, no, go ahead. I, was go gonna ahead. Say, I think Valley gonna. They're gonna fight for a little while, but I think oh yeah. oh yeah. Um UAPB at Prairie View. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean six and seven versus five and eight. It's not it's, mm. that's a toss up, so I'm gonna go chalk. I'm gonna go is that P is that P V? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go P V. Yeah. I've been picking a lot of the home teams though, so I don't want to pick. All you know, you know my rule. I'm, give me all the home teams. Nah. Um, well, no, nah, I did pick Alcorn. They're not at home, so yeah, right. I can pick the home team. Yeah, yeah give me the home team. I, I'm gonna tell you why I'm picking Prairie View. I watched uh, UAPB versus uh, Alabama State last week, mm-hmm. and they lost composure several times in that game, um, mm-hmm. and that's what. Ultimately, I feel like cost them the game. Um, I was telling on Monday, there was a six-point play in that game against Alabama State. Um, Alabama State got dunks. Uh, UAPB defender, he, as the guy's hanging on rim coming down, he just he pushes him. Referee sees it, gives him a tick. So that's two more points. Alabama State gets the ball back, score again. That's six points. You can't do stuff like that. And that wasn't the only play, but that's the one that kind of stood out. You can't do stuff like that. And, and granted, I, I'm not saying they can't learn from it, but, um, yeah, you got to – I think Prairie View, especially at home, I think they'll get it done. Um, FAMU, Alabama State. In mm. in Montgomery, mm. at the Dunn-Oliver Akadon. Yeah, I'm going to go Bama State. Uh, FAMU so inconsistent, man. And, and they can't score the ball. They just, I mean, they just cannot score the ball on a consistent basis. Um, so, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go uh, Bama State. Did fam, you get that LeBron's back? 
Obviously, obviously, last game they played like they got their LeBrons taken away. So if they got their LeBrons back, I'm gonna go. I'm fading FAMU. But if they still got their LeBrons taken away, then they might come out and surprise some people. So nah, I ain't trusting FAMU. I can't do it, man. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't, I don't trust them, bro. They they Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde at this point, yeah. bro. They too yeah, they are. Man. Not right now. Uh, Bethune at Alabama A&M. Mm. Y'all, y'all been going for it. I'm, I'm going to go. Uh, this one is in normal. Normal Alabama. Uh, give me give me, give me, me uh, A&M. Give me Coach Hewley to get it done. Uh, I like Reggie Thies, but they just been. Give me Riverboat Reggie, man. Yeah, I can't. Nah. You can. Yeah, you can. I'm going to have to flip a coin on that, too, man, because Bethune has been playing inspired ball, man. I, I will say just everything that's been going on, not necessarily involving them, but definitely their coach, mm-hmm. um, have been playing pretty good ball, man, some inspired basketball. So this is kind of hard all, to choose. Uh, took to, all going down to the brink on yeah, last it weekend. Yeah. If it, 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 to me, it feel like – and this it's, this may be unfair to say, um, but y'all understand, it feels like Bethune has been – very distracted. Mm-hmm. At least, I, don't know, I kind of disagree. I kind of think they've been rallying around it as a team. I mean, it, it seemed like they started playing better as a team. You know what I mean? After, as after all that kind of stuff came out, I don't know. That could just be me, but I just, I think they've been kind of rallying around their coach. I think it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, just with everything going on, it it, it could be. Um, especially when you're dealing with college students and, and you know, their attitudes towards certain stuff. Um, give me – I'm I'm going to take the dogs. I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to take a and yeah. I might have to go to soldier on that distraction, huh? I see. Yep. I might have to go to that. <laughs> you got me, sir. You got me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to go there. Um, and we talked about What's this that? Monday, but I couldn't remember the team. Um, Florida Memorial is the oh, yeah, team yeah, yeah. in women's basketball. Uh, at the time they rattled out, had rattled out 14 straight. I think it's 15 by now. Um, they have clinched the Sun Conference regular season title. That's what's so congratulations to them. Congratulations. Um, also, North Carolina Central coach Lavelle Moten passes John McClendon for second on NCCU's all time list. So Congratulations Shout to him. Congratulations to the fighting Joshua Simses. Yes, man. <laughs> that pains me as an ANT grad to say this, but nah, yeah. man. Kudos, to, man. Coach Mo. Let me. Th- he's just Great. one of the class acts of mm-hmm. HBCU basketball, man. Like yeah. everything that he has done and implemented in that school and just around the region and the kind of contacts and things. Um, to be on Tobacco Road and be surrounded by University of North Carolina, mm-hmm. North Carolina State, Wake Forest mm-hmm. down the street, Duke down, Duke in your backyard, and to still be kind of out there fighting for your squad and be noted as a great coach, that just tells you what kind of man this man is. So kudos to them, man. Yeah, completely agree. Um we talked about the uh, NBA HBCU Classic. Uh, Southern and Grambling are receiving 100K from the NBA for that for their participation in that. So shout out to the NBA, man. Get the I think AT, I think AT and T donated them some money too, if I'm not mistaken. Also, as part of their All Star Weekend. So uh, man, kudos to them, bro. Um, I say the yeah. NBA the NBA gets it right a lot. Well. Um, that look at the demographic of league. I know. Well, I mean, if you look at the demographic of it's the well, nah, it's the highest by far. Yeah. By far. It's percentage wise. Not not obviously not numbers wise, you know, but oh, yeah, percentage right. wise, it's the high it's easily the highest demographic. Yeah. It is, I, but I think if you look at the coaches, that's where you Yeah, you can definitely it was a a concerted effort to kind of diversify the coaching staffs. Um, because the players, you know, you have to, you want a, a coaching staff that kind of reflects what the, you know, what the players are too. But I also think, man, that the renaissance of HBCUs um, kind of grasp some of these players because 
we can talk about you know them doing what um they're doing monetarily but it's not necessarily transitioning into more players coming from HBCUs into the league so i think yeah. you know um i think it's one currently uh the uh what's my man from Tennessee state um uh that's in the nba that's the only one from an HBCU so i think um when it comes down to it if you can kind of you know, have those relationships going and have, you know, greater opportunities for players to get in. Uh, I, I think there's something there. But of course, when you're talking about, you know, less players, it, you can't compare it to football at all. Mm-hmm. But at the, at the end of the day, um, the NBA acknowledging that HBCUs exist and we play ball at the HBCU level is a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think there's only so much the, that can be done about the HBCU players on the roster deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because of the number of players on rosters and the amount of like, there's, there's a lot more schools that play basketball than football. You know what I mean? And so there's a, there's a lot more talent pool that you're, you know, you're getting players from. Plus when you look at the amount of European players and overseas players and stuff like that. So I, I don't know what can really be done about that, but I think that in light of that, that, the NBA is still trying to find a way to make their presence be known among HBCUs and lift HBCUs up and push them into the forefront. So I I, I, I applaud them for doing what they can, and I just don't want people to kind of look at the fact that there's not a lot of HBCU players in the league and say, oh, well, the NBA isn't trying to help HBCU. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I don't think that that needs to be the criteria that we measure what the NBA is doing for HBCUs by. Great Robert. point. Robert Covington. Robert Covington. That's right. That's right. Great point. Great point, Ant. Yeah. Um, moving on to a little football. Grambling's Ray Estes. I think that's how he's pronounced that. I'm gonna I'm go with that. Um, declares for the draft. Yeah, man. That was late. I mean, I, I thought you had to submit. Well, I guess you. I did. mean, how you, you already didn't submit it. That's true. That, and that's what I was wondering. So, because they and see, that's the thing. Like you know, they get to they get to submit and I'll let with the you know um, early submit, talk to the scouts, get that great. You know what I'm saying? All that yeah. kind of stuff. Now, so probably heard something they like and just decided like, nah, I'm gonna go ahead and announce it. Gotcha. Yeah. Long as he got some good advice. Long yeah. as he got some that's you know true. sound advice. Hey, I'm with it. Yeah, uh, from what I'm saying, he spent his first two years at North Carolina State. I think that's why I read. Could be wrong with that. Um, but he did spend his first two years somewhere else. Um, came to Grambling, um, and then decided that this was it. So you know, best saying, of wish, to him. yeah, best yeah, of luck. Wish absolutely. him the best. Uh, hope to see him on on a roster somewhere. So um, this one kind of threw me for a loop. Uh, honorary captains for the Legacy Bowl were named. One of, them threw, one of them threw me for that, a loop. That, yeah, the one yeah. threw me for a loop. Teron Armstead. Understandable. Understandable. Jameis Winston. I'm huh? going to let y'all explain that to me. Because huh? I, I wasn't aware that he was he was huh? still on the Saints. Yeah, technically he's still on contract. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's the thing. That it ain't like they teammates no more. Because Teron yeah, Armstead yeah, gone. Still, so, yeah, he's, like, in, he's in Miami. But in I, Miami. I can understand because. I can understand why him. He went to UAPB. HBC. Yeah, he's an yeah. HBCU grad. You know, so, or even alum. You know, Should've how have you Should have picked Shaq Leonard. In, in all fairness, though, I, I'll say this. Because I think for the last two years, since the bowl um, has come about, um, Jameis has been a sponsor. Of it, that is okay. true. That um, is so true. He, that's he's, true. He's put dollars to it. Yeah, that's. So I gotta give. I I'll give you that. I give you that. He did. He has put some money into it. I, that is true. That is true. Yeah. So hey, that's that might be. Point. You know that's, what it that is. That might but... be what it is. Yeah. 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 All right. Um. I. You know what? I noticed some. I think we've been hacked. Um. We had Josh on Monday. We had a lot of North Carolina Central topics. <laughs> Josh, you got 24 hours to respond. No. <laughs> but uh, Mississippi Valley and North Carolina Central uh, will be playing in the Circle City Classic. Uh, North Carolina yep, Central yep. dropped their, their schedule today. We're going to have to do another uh, schedule segment and, and, and yeah. break down because a lot more people are dropping their schedules. 
They got some pretty. That's an interesting game to me, bro. Pretty, pretty good ones. It yeah. really is. They had um, another one on their schedule, but I say that for our segment talk poop yeah. that I saw. So I just brought up Valley for the night. But there's yeah. another game that's very interesting to me mm. on their schedule. But yeah, go ahead, James. No, no, I'm, I'm saying I actually like this matchup. Uh, people may sleep on it because Central uh, is, is the defending champs, but mm. Valley beat them two years ago. Mm. So I like it. You know, we'll see what happens, even though I think Central is absolutely loaded. Um, you know, and I think they either play A&T the week before or the week after. So, you know, we'll see what ends up happening with them. But um, but very intriguing matchup. They better not sleep on Valley because I think even with the new coaching staff, I think Valley will be improved. Uh, and I think they'll be hungry because, hey, man, you know that you're leaving the town. Nobody has any expectations. Just go out and play ball. Yeah, I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, they play A and T like two weeks or a week before they play uh, Mississippi Valley. Mm-hmm. But it's the game after Valley. I go ahead and say it, Campbell. Oh, that's the yeah. one. That's the one that has me over here. Like that's the one I'm waiting for. Right? They're gonna want some get back. Yeah, they man. They play in in, man, in O'Kelly bro. Riddick, so we'll, we'll – Man, uh, that's going to be a great game, man. I might have to take a trip. If I'm not calling the game, I might have to go up there for it. Oh, that's going to be a good one, bro. Chuck, Chuck dropped some um, some gems in here for us, I, and I, I meant to read this when we were talking basketball. I said John McClendon was a basketball pioneer. He introduced the Four Corners offense, not Dean Smith. Interesting. And then he says, uh, Jameis has contributed to the HBC League uh, Legacy Bowl. He and Patrick Mahomes have been great about contributing. So Yes, they have, yes, man. Yeah. Look, Patrick yeah. was the, I, I actually was able to meet um, Mr. Mahomes last year at the Legacy Bowl. So that, that was cool, man. That was have really you ever cool. met his daddy? Man, Not I it. wish I could. His daddy <laughs> me. My daddy, God rest his soul. But look, he, 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 he that dude, man. He, his daddy he that guy. Life. It did look like he'll change your alternator, yep. sharpen the blades on your lawnmower. <laughs> look, man. And fix your washing machine all in about 30 minutes. And, and people just don't believe, man, he played 10 years of Major League Baseball. Yep. yep. Yeah, people he was a dog, too. Yep. Uh, I don't, I'm not one to typically stereotype. I'm not. Yes, I do. I stereotype everybody. Listen. Yes. Uh, that man a shade tree mechanic. I don't care what nobody says. I'm telling you, bro. That man, telling you. that man can tell you your timing belt off by the way it sounds. I guarantee you. But <laughs> that boy, hey, that boy, what last time you had that bad reject? <laughs> he is that guy. He yeah. that guy. That dude went. He really is, bro. He <laughs> the got, first time. If you, if you pull in his yard, he got a he got a chain hanging from a tree. I guarantee <laughs> he do. I guarantee he do. Say to pull the motor That's- out. That's the authentic, <laughs> authentic way to put it. Chuck said, Mahomes' father is authentic. Uh, yeah, I think wasn't the word I was thinking. I mean, but that's he ain't lying, though. He, he himself. He, he is he definitely is. himself. <laughs> he a real something. Um, the Godfather versus the Gunslinger. It is currently airing on NFL.com. I got to watch that, bro. Yeah, I, I got to watch that. That looked like it's going to be great. Yeah, so Iconic, iconic coaches. Iconic matchup. I, I want to watch that, bro. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Jamie, tell us, uh, before we get ready to wrap up, what you working on, man? What, what what can the people catch you? Man, listen, right now, because football season is uh, kind of low, I'm kind of low too, man. Um, mm-hmm. But you can always catch me on Twitter, uh, Sport Voice JW, Sport Voice JW. Um, baseball season and softball season is coming too, so I'll be calling some games. Um, primarily for the SIEC, GCAC, um, whatever the Black College Sports Network has me, um, you can hear a game, man. So, hey, kind of everywhere, man. Right now on on, uh, on social media, we we, we talking media rights. Mm. <laughs> mm. Talking media rights. Topic. That's the hot topic right now. It's been a hot so, topic. So what Jamie – what Jamie really is saying, since it's football season and it's slow, he's been moonlighting as a radio DJ hosting <laughs> the Quiet Storm Hour. I told y'all what that meant. If, if y'all don't know by now, he is Al B. Score. 
<laughs> you know, I'm going to get a shirt made that says that. You need it, bro. You need it, bro. That need to be a Twitter name. I'll be. You know what? That might be. <laughs> that just might be. Hey, on the quiet storm. <laughs> Tell you, bro. You uh, missed your call. <laughs> oh man, but no, uh, it's great. Appreciate you joining. Uh, as time. always, James, is is you know saying great chopping up with fam. Um, look forward to having you back. Um, you said I know you said softball stuff. Your kids, they doing softball, t-ball, baseball, anything? Man, my kid is a soccer guy. Okay. He is a mm, soccer dude. Okay. I ain't kicked the ball in my life, but he loves soccer. Um, I like it. I like it. Yeah, man. So most popular sport. It's some money in that in the world. Yes. Hey, a lot of leagues too. Yep. If it can pay for his education, I'm with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Uh, I'm definitely with it. Dylan had me in the back backyard playing soccer in Crocs all the time. Oh man, all the time. We'd be back there playing in uh. Hey, soccer fun, low key. It It is. It ain't necessarily. It's it's more fun to play than it is to watch, though. For sure. Yes. Yes. So. Uh, soccer is actually the fundamental for all sports. A lot of sports. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that footwork. So Definitely. Yep, Definitely. So. But, but I uh, appreciate y'all having me on, man, as always. Always, always. Oh, you know, you're family at this point, man. Absolutely. And, and likewise, man. And look, when y'all do that schedule show again, man, we might want to talk about these matchups, man. So, hey, yo, let's do it. Let's do it. We got you. We, we got let's you. do it, bro. We might have to, hey, we might have to bring on a, a, a panel. Now, I told you hey. what we're gonna do. Hey, no, I think what we're gonna do, we're gonna go school by school, bro. Gotcha. And let's, let's do a school by school. We you gonna you gonna be our ANT guy. And when we bring you on, we're gonna let you talk about some of your other favorite matchups from other schools and stuff, too. But I want you to break down y'all schedule for us. I like sounds it. good to me. I sounds like good it. to me. Y'all heard it here first, but uh y'all know what it is. We'll be back on Monday. Monday, Monday. Uh, next week, hopefully, we will have a special guest. Um, a very special guest. Uh, we, we we're trying to work something out. And uh, like that, we got. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.